chef, but they're pretty good. They're pretty good. Whoa. So tune in with Phil and Brett. Pretty good cooking. Pretty good cooking. Hi, I'm Brett. Hi. Hi, I'm Phil. <laughs> you motherfucker, you almost interrupted me. <laughs> I'm just used to introing things. I'm sorry. That's fine. Take over the show, I guess. That's fine. No, this is your show. It is now, huh? All right, buddy. Well, uh, good to talk to you again. It's been, I guess, approximately a month. Uh, yeah. First things first, thanks for having shorter episodes this month because I didn't do any work until about 2 p.m. yesterday on prepping any of this so i was able to knock it out in like an hour and a half or so so wow well done yeah thank you no no, no. you can uh, you could probably thank john for that because <laughs> i we've been it, we've been busy uh and i i had to write this out in the youtube comments if someone was like what the what the fuck is this shit and I, I was like in the summer months we do we have what's called hobbies and activities <laughs> and sometimes we do other things than this show and like i i spend a moderate amount of time on pretty good cooking and john spends an inordinate amount of time oh, which yeah. is much much higher than what i spend on it so if homie wants to take a, a vacation or wants to like not make long episodes that's fine yeah that's we, fine we live above the uh uh, was at the 40th parallel, so we have we have seasons. So when it's warm, you know, our our preferred thing to do is not sit inside and do this all the time. Yeah, we we got to do shit. <laughs> well, there's while a we sense can, sense of urgency. Yeah, there's <laughs> we got like three more good weeks left in us, and then we're fucked. <laughs> it's, game, it's game over. Ah, uh, shit. All right. Oh, and uh, for everybody listening too, I'm sorry. I'm playing with the levels as I go, so this is gonna be all over the place. I'll try to normalize at the end. Uh, but uh, Phil is using the uh, the condenser mic instead of the uh, uh, headset mic. So if you'll notice, the fidelity is fantastic. <laughs> I like that phrase. Now this is uh, this is a lender from from my good friend Rainbow. Uh, and I think I'm the only person in the world who's allowed to call him that because uh, he did express that he doesn't like it, but it's okay when I do. Uh, but with this. High quality mic. I can try to channel low voices and sound less like um, old old Ratzenberger or the pig from Toy Story and more like a traffic reporter. Yeah, you're a little bit more uh, everybody loves Raymond and a little less true. No, I don't I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. My uncle my uncle's my blood relation was like, yeah, you sound like Ray Romano. And I was like, oh, God damn it. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Just, yeah, if you ever have like a nasal blockage, maybe. <laughs> I've had nasal blockage my whole life, Brett. <laughs> my whole damn life. <laughs> the struggle is so real. So, so very real. surgery someday. Oh, really? One of those deviated septum deals? I don't know what that is, but probably. That, all I know is that many of my uh, relations have had, uh, where they like root around in your sinuses mm. and they create new paths. And I don't know. It's like, uh, what, what are you like? Uh, you're like setting up a, a mind system and you're like trying to mm -hmm. 
trying to make people breathe better in the mines. I don't, I don't know where this is going. Yeah, dig Dug, basically. Yeah. I got you. Sure. Yeah, sure. I love Dig Dug. Cool. So, like, like always, we're going to run through, for everybody, um, some episodes. Uh, we have some th- extra things to talk about. Uh, namely, going through revised Patreon rewards, which are pretty cool. Uh, just kind of talk about the new direct, I don't know if it's a new direction of Twitch streaming, but maybe, uh, new fun things that you're doing on Twitch, which have been pretty cool. So we'll go through that. Uh, yeah. And have our usual Aussie report and Lee gave us homework this time, which I'm going to do while we're just recording this. Cause I don't do homework anymore. I'm 38 goddamn years old. So yeah. So let's jump in. So the first episode of this series for the podcast was the Omu Rice. Um, and uh, like always, I'll, I'll start off with just kind of an intro. And uh, so the, the clip on this one is really just the, uh, the origins of a recipe, I guess is how I'll preface that. The ketchup sauce, we're gonna prepare that. You can just use regular ketchup, but I keep seeing variations on this ketchup sauce, which is essentially some ketchup, some water, and then some other tomato product. But I'm gonna add tomato sauce to the ketchup, and really we're just gonna call it a day because that's the peak of culinary uh, artistry. I think if Japan didn't figure this out, nobody else would have. Although I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna be so bold as to say this is actually Japanese because I don't know. I'm gonna just start with the sauce and the ketchup and give that a mix. We're gonna warm it up and then put it on the back burner. The recipes you're following came from Japanese people. Does that mean it's Japanese? I am making no comments on the identity of any foods or the authors of any recipes. Not even my own. All right, there's our sauce. That looks weird, but there it is. Okay. So, <laughs> that was very politically correct of you. Was it, were you trying to have a preemptive strike on some backlash on that one? <laughs> no, uh, it's 2019, man. Like you, you just gotta you gotta watch yourself. Uh, you know, I, I I say it, I say it, I say it all those words somewhat defensively, <laughs> but also I'm not trying to put myself out there as an expert on food. That's that's kind of counter to the. The inception of pretty good cooking. So that's I, I just uh, I did look at a lot of recipes and um, I've I've kind of I kind of browsed making omi rice many times and uh, I just was really taken aback at the number of things where they're like make the tomato sauce by mixing ketchup and water. And like, well, that sounds bad. <laughs> yeah. So here's I I don't understand that because all of them are heated, right? So you're reducing it. Which is just removing water, so why don't you just start with ketchup? I don't know, bro. I, I think the heating <laughs> is take. just to make it not cold. Yeah, but I mean, if you're gonna, uh, all right, I guess maybe they don't want to thicken past the ketchup part while you're heating. Maybe I, I really, right. don't, I don't know. But yeah, I, I understand that it's like, uh, like you all have the everybody has that one friend or coworker where you like talking about pasta or something like that, and you're like. Oh, you know, pasta is actually from yada, yada, yada. It was invented 3,000 years before this person ever thought of making pasta. Like uh, the old uh, pizza is really Chinese debate or something like that. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of places on this planet that <laughs> claim that they invented pasta. Yeah. Or noodles. And I don't think it matters. I think what matters is that noodles are fucking delicious. Yes. I think that's the only 
Well, I was going to say that if I ever tried to do like one of those limited carb diets, I'd have a problem with, I could get away with not eating bread for like a, like a sandwich type bread or, uh, you know, like sliced bread, pfft, garbage, but like a fresh roll, like a fresh bakery bread, that'd be tough, but, uh, it'd be the pasta and not so much like, um, uh, like, uh, Italian, but all, yeah, all, all the Asian pastas would be my downfall. And I guess you can't, I don't think you can have rice pastas. Like, nah, there's so, carbs in it. Yeah, so I'd be fucked. <laughs> you had uh, you had the zoodles, the vegetable noodles. I have. You know what? They're, I actually like. Um, I've had that, but I actually like the the spaghetti squash a lot. I think that's great. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and if you just dress that simply, um, there was a place um, near my work that unfortunately closed, and they used to do basically like tapas and small plates and stuff. And that was one of them. Was like this spicy uh, spaghetti squash, and it was fucking amazing and i think and i think it had lamb meatballs if i remember yeah it was real good yeah real good you want to know why i like vegetable noodles i guess i (laughs) i'm I'm a really big vegetable fan right and i also love noodles so really it's just a combination of uh the two and not only that i you know once in a while i try to do that low carb shit and i kind of like if if nothing else, it's made me a little bit more conscious about just consuming empty carbs. Uh, but if you got a dish that's on vegetable noodles, you could eat a shitload more of it. You can just mm-hmm. like throw the sauce on there and just pack it in, and it's great. That's I I think we've talked about it a thousand times, but like cauliflower is like my favorite vegetable. Hell yeah, and it's been for a while. I'd say it's like one of my favorite vegetables of the moment, but this moment has lasted like ten years now. But it's like one of those ones, even on um, like Weight Watchers. Or I don't want to quote it exactly. I know it has a little bit of sugar in it, but it's like almost no points. It's like yeah, just, rice, rice substitute. Yeah, it's like just just eat as much uh, cauliflower as you want. Because I tell you what, man, I, the fiber. I came I came to cauliflower late in life. I hated it growing up. Me too, because my mother it never cooked stanky, it. Stanky, she only weird cauliflower. Cauliflower only appeared on those when you'd have a gathering um, in the summertime, and it was on the. The veg tray with the with the prepackaged container of ranch yeah. veggie dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I've never been a, a raw veggie guy. I like everything pickled or cooked or something. I'll eat a salad, but past that, I want them prepared and something. Like, don't just wash it and throw it on a plate. I'm probably not going to be interested. But uh, cauliflower is so versatile. It pickles amazing. Uh, roasts. Um, I don't know if you've ever had like uh, uh, like Turk, like if you go to like a Turkish restaurant and they do like where they deep fry the entire head of cauliflower. Yeah, I've, I've had that. Oh, and they put the yolk. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, it's amazing. That's, that, that's not good for you though. No, no. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> but it's not breaded, hey? Uh, I guess that's. Take take the I, I don't even. I can't them. even say that you get points for that. You just don't lose points for that. <laughs> you gotta. It's take... funny. It's funny you're talking about not liking raw vegetables. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love raw vegetables, and uh, oh, oh oh boy, Kevin uh, and I have a tradition now that if we are invited to a land party, mm. uh, one or both of us will bring bring a vegetable tray, and we'll just fucking smash vegetables. <laughs> While we're marathoning video games. There's a couple of things I like. I like mushrooms raw. I do prefer them cooked. I like them raw, though. Uh, cucumbers and tomatoes. 
but that's probably it. And honestly, most of the time, if I'm doing cucumber raw and tomato raw, I normally make that uh, that Turkish shepherd's salad. The I never say it properly. Shoban Salatsi, I think it's called. I have no idea. It's basically like diced cucumbers, diced tomato, diced red onion, sumac. Um, oh, that's like the the Middle Eastern. Yeah, they yeah. all have their own variation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the way I like it. So, I mean, it's technically still raw, but you're still... You're not just grabbing it, you know? Yeah, marinated and yeah, and put some nice things on it. Yes. Sumac. It's lovely. It's I love, yeah. That's, that's probably a trendy spice of the year, the sumac. Sumac. It took me forever to... We don't have, like, a Turkish grocer nearby, um, but we have, this, we have this one that's, like, supposed to be... It's called the Indian Bazaar, but then it markets itself as having... Um, spices from around the world, but no. I went in there and I'm asking for sumac and just the faces I'm getting. I'm like, yeah, I, you don't have it. I'm good. But I ended up finding there's a Turkish restaurant that has a small halal butcher and a tiny little like bodega style market inside of it and they sell all the spices. So I have this giant container of sumac because I was like, I probably nice. won't find this again. I don't know how long it yeah. keeps, but I just add more, I guess. I mean, it really just tastes like lemon it's very mostly. lemony yeah maybe if it's yeah i i mm. i don't know how long it lasts but that's it's some good stuff it really is but i'm glad i'm glad it's trending this year it's really really good some years food trends they're not good uh and one that comes to mind is i don't know maybe like four years ago pomegranate molasses was mm, in mm-hmm. fucking everything and it's not like it was bad but also like what the fuck pomegranate molasses why that I've already raged against kale. I like kale enough, but not everything has to be kale. Like I, ev- I, everything for a while is kale the, everything. You know the kale factoid about prior to prior to that trend movement, the biggest purchaser of kale was Pizza Hut. It's because they decorated their salad bar with it. <laughs> it wasn't even there for eating. I just put it around. That makes the sense though. Bar. It makes sense because it's it's hearty, so it's not going to wilt quickly. <laughs> that's exactly right yeah perfect not, not fit for human consumption nope uh oh getting back to the actual recipe too so uh i think i don't think i have this in the in the clip itself but ketchup on eggs always controversial and i always i go back and forth on this i'm a hot sauce at eggs guy i i don't know you know i, I become a lot more relaxed on ketchup as i've gotten older but i don't I don't know, man. I'm still 50-50 on eggs. I have to be in the mood for it. Like, if you ever go to, like, a... When, when you're staying over, like, on a business trip and you got the free, quote-unquote, hot breakfast buffet... And yeah. It, yeah, and it's served in the lobby with the that dry-ass buffet bin of dry mm-hmm. powder. Tastes like it was powder. It probably wasn't powdered. But those... They're from a carton. Yeah, those are good with ketchup. Definitely. Yeah. yeah those are great with ketchup. It's, it's more of the... Uh, if I'm making f- eggs that I saw come out of a shell... I'm less apt to do it. But I think ketchup fixes eggs. At least that's my take. But I, I like anything vinegary, too. I think vinegar does a lot. Vinegar brightens up pretty much anything. And, you know, ketchup, you want, tomatoes, You want my, uh, my hot take? Hot, I love a hot take. Is my hot take. Ketchup on eggs is good sometimes. And I think a lot of people would agree with that. But people who shit on ketchup being good on eggs, <laughs> or who just shit on people for enjoying ketchup, 
should should stop because something doesn't have to be good all the time to be good and that's how i feel about it i don't eat i don't eat ketchup on my eggs every time it's probably like one out of ten times Mm -hmm. but the time that it's like the right mood and it's the thing i want i really enjoy it yeah and the people generally speaking people who shit on other people for enjoying something should stop <laughs> don't don't yuck someone's yum as you say yeah i got yeah. you uh, let me move through so that was uh yeah so ketchup and eggs we covered that um and then i do have another clip from this and this is just uh it's just a funny part. As, as we know, most of these clips, they really don't seem to really pertain to anything of what you're making. It will be just things within the episode that made me laugh. You know, and that's kind of the point of this. So uh, uh, here's clip two from this episode. So we're going to mix it together to the power of flipping. And just like that, it looks like a shitload more food. <laughs> Been watching that uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And every time they say Nani or... Speed the wagon or Jojo. I'm like, oh yeah, I understood that. It's looking good. We never made regular fried rice on the show, have we? Well, this ain't it. <laughs> your uh, your Japanese your Japanese impression is exactly the same as as it's that deep, um, expressive. I think I think it's when you grow up at a certain time that is that is like the only Japanese style impression that we, that we <laughs> and even I deal in a global company and uh, I have a specific client whose entire upper management is all Japanese and every time I have to talk to them it, it's 90% that it's literally how they speak it and it's it's oh wow it's um, that's what an unexpected twist. insight. I, I yeah. did not think that was accurate to anything. Yeah, no, it is um, not as uh, epic. <laughs> so yeah. not, not like, you know, it's not like that. But <laughs> it's close and there's a lot more um, greetings, apologies. Um, oh, they're, yeah. they're real demanding, but then it's always like uh, uh, Bretzan. Uh, so sorry to disturb. Uh, very much kind of you to support. And then it's just like, again, that's probably, I probably shouldn't be doing that, but. <laughs> it's 2019, bro. Uh, I know. You know what? The, uh, fuck. Blacklisted. <laughs> We're going to. Show's canceled. Yep, that's it. You know, I'm going to get a cease and desist from fucking Apple iTunes. Like, the oh, entire we, yep. country of Japan sends you a cease and desist. <laughs> uh, not funny. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, humorless, Bretzan. You know what? My my uh, my Japanese impression. It, there's there's a special dynamic, and we we end up doing a lot of Japanese stuff because is that, is John. That, I was gonna say that's a John thing, isn't it? It's John really loves the country of Japan, and I do too. I love Japan and Japanese things, but not like John. Mm-hmm. Not like John. Uh, and and so my impression or, or my mimicking of Japanese anything. Is basically a caricature of uh, like my friend made me watch some dumb anime, and then that's, that's exclusively what it's based off. Of. It's like uh, I think the first when I first started watching it, it was Akira. That's what got me into anime, like for that brief period. And it's it's all that just yelling, that anime yelling shit. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and that's ever since that, that's all my impression is, is just anime yelling. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's good. And Naruto runs. Uh, eh, less good. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that pretty much, so that's, that, that's my take on that episode. Other than that, um, I did like at the end when you call out John for his persistent yawning when he's either disapproving or bored or just wants it to stop. He does. <laughs> like he like really a dog. He does that. And my, <laughs> also my dogs do that. It's true. It's really strange. <laughs> it's a psychosomatic response. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> I, I what's what makes me laugh though is the fact that he's the editor. He could have taken out that entire part, but he left it in. So that's what makes. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's got a good sense of humor. Like, <laughs> I mean, like mo- his his aesthetic is the the upbeat PGC pace. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's really it, it's hard to quantify it, but uh, he's got a really good sense for it. And he, I think, <clears throat> for as much like. Yeah, he he's he can be uh, discerning in that there have been many times where we filmed something and he's very much learned like, OK, I'm not going to put this in and make Phil look like a total buffoon. But buffoonery is like a critical <laughs> component in what we do. And he's not afraid to to get down and dirty and be a buffoon himself. Yeah, it's it's sweet buffoonery. It's it's harmless buffoonery. Yeah. Wholesome yeah. buffoonery. Exactly. It's not made to. Make anybody feel like a dumb dumb, or have the big dumb, or any versions of the dumb. I don't. I I would never say anything like that. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound like you at all. <laughs> no, no. I don't know where. I'm I... a wholesome boy who wears a cheese hat. <laughs> On your gigantic fucking head, apparently. That's my. That'll be my epithet. <laughs> he, the man who wore a cheese hat. I someone someone plugged our show. Or something. I don't even remember what happened. But they're like, you should watch Pretty Good Cooking. Phil's a wholesome boy who wears a cheese hat. And I was like, that just... That's me? <laughs> I think you nailed my brand. <laughs> uh, we, we skipped an important segment, Brett. Oh, which is, what's that? what you sipping on? What am I sipping on? Oh, hold, hold on, I actually do need a refill. As you can probably see from my camera. Hold on. The loudest fucking cork in all the land. You know, and it's funny too because it's it's a uh, it's a natural cork. Normally, I get that I'm, kind of like creepy resistance from you know those uh, I don't know if they're silicone or rubber or what they're made out of the the artificial the ones. Corks. Yeah, but I okay. I, so, do, would you describe yourself in this show as the interviewer? I don't know what I I'm the I'm the guy who progresses the thing. Okay. Well, I'm going to assume the role of the interviewer oh, just for a moment okay. and ask you. Okay. Are, have you been drying your corks? No. With like a paper towel? Because I, I don't think that it is probable that a cork would make that sound unless you no, dried I, that cork. See, here's the thing, though. You, it's you it's, went, it's you, repeatable. You went and you got a dish towel and you wiped it off. <laughs> oh, my Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't what know what's going on with that bottle. The fine people at the Glenrothes Bourbon Cast Reserve Speyside Single Malt Scotch Whiskey with hints of coconut and vanilla, rich and sweet, um, just like me. <laughs> My ass the rich. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's can you tell them to like check the spec on that bottle? Like maybe maybe the opening's not big enough. Well, if you look, I don't know if you can see it in the camera. See how it's a little bit it's a little bit flared. Yeah, like I see it kind of, 
So I think maybe it's it's for whiskey safety purposes. But even going back in, it's like a. It's so still, still, still the cry of the devil. <laughs> I mean, the the bottle itself is. I mean, look at this stupid thing. It's like a little. It's like a grenade. Yeah, it is weird too because when you go and you buy it, it's it's so much smaller in the store, but it is seven fifty. It just looks like it's half the size of everybody else, but short and fat, just like me. All right, uh, uh, jocular. Yeah, there you. Uh, Zoftig, plump, etc. So, moving on to the next episode is half of a German meal. So that's the first half. It's the potato dumplings half. So, starting off the episode, you did get a uh, a gift from our friend Steph, which was a gigantic beer glass. And since we're talking about Steph um, and gifts, uh, she did take advantage of the Brett will say whatever you want on the podcast for a dollar per sentence um, oh, no. special. <laughs> it's clean. She, she was real smart. She did a good um, and again, anybody that's thinking about that, that means like, I'll say anything within reason. I'm not going to do anything that's going to jeopardize like my career or I'm just also not going to say anything horrible. But, uh, so here's Steph's unaltered sentence. The Prius is a reliable, spacious, safe, and economical vehicle that is a great choice for any driver. Damn. I agree. Perfect. I, I had no additional <laughs> commentary. <laughs> That's a good value sentence right there. That's worth a dollar. I like uh, when, I, when, I, when I was reading it, I was like, comma, 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 comma. Somebody really got their money's worth. Like, ah, oh, I can just comma separate all this. What? I just, oh, man, well, I'm, I'm, I'm thick-headed, but I just remembered she's, she got a Prius. Yeah. She, this is a defense. Yeah, this is this is a Prius defense. Uh, right after is she, she, is she rationalizing her purchase decision? No. So I I'd sent her um, right after she got it, and like the whole deal was done. I sent her um, it was a bumper sticker that said in quotes "nice Prius," and then under the quote it said "nobody." As the ah. per- yeah, yeah. It was just a it was it was a jocular dig. It was a wholesome. It was just a little. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh. That's what, that's what I got. You roasted her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a nice bumper. T- I really, the, but here's the thing. It was a picture of the bumper and it was on a Prius. Come on. Have a sense of humor. Yeah, it is. I, I said jocular for fat and that's not the word I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to pull I've up? Got a, I got a Google <laughs> fat synonyms. <laughs> the hell was I thinking? Uh, won't be jocular. It's not jovial. Was it a J? Are you sure it was a J? Yeah, I think it is a J word. Uh, jolly? Ooh, this, ooh, ooh. Whatever this site has fat as an adjective. Uh-huh. And one of the sub-definition is containing much fat. That's so good. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's good. Of or relating to fat. Oh, okay. Yeah. What mm-hmm. is the word I'm thinking? It's not jelly belly. <laughs> it's it's not jolly. Jolly as in like Saint Nick, but that that's more of his personality, not his roundness. Gosh, I don't. I just don't know words. <laughs> I don't know words. I got a really good one though, which mm. is elephantine. Oh, you know what? The the the, uh, the suffix on that makes it sound like that takes some of the bite out of it. Like first you hear yourself being called an elephant. 
but then it ends in teen, which makes you think small. Yeah, elephantinus. <laughs> the elephantinus of it. Butterball. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I'm re I'm reliving my elementary school years. No, he's not applying to you. I, oh. I'm just I'm just reading these words. I felt I felt like Phil was bullying me from afar. I'm not bullying. No. I will be there in seven goddamn hours to give you a piece of my mind. Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> Who has ever been called a whopper? <laughs> Roly poly. <laughs> Rotund. Oh, uh, I, I think maybe I was thinking corpulent. Mm. But that doesn't sound like jocular at all, so I really uh -huh. don't know. Ooh, ooh, this one's really good. Ponderous. That normally just means it's something you're thinking on. Ponderous. As in, as in you're so fat that people got to think about it. <laughs> Like, Actually, where, no, where can he buy clothes? Clicking, clicking through it, it says heavy or cumbersome. It really means more like awkward or mm. unwieldy. Well, that, that could be true, too. I mean, if you got to go ponderous. through doorways sideways. Can you, imagine, can you imagine referring to someone as ponderous? And then people would be like, what? <laughs> He's a, this is my friend. He has a ponderous physique. Beefy. <laughs> Beefy is not bad, though. Oversized. Oversized. Husky. Oh my god. Oh my god. Whale like. <laughs> now now it's just mean. <laughs> it's like here's a here's other large animals. <laughs> I am now gonna just add the word like to the end of it. <laughs> Holy shit, Brett. There's hmm. an antonym section. Oh, okay. For fat. And one of them is unproductive. Oh. So and another one, unimportant. Hmm. Insignificant. Mm, I agree. Okay, this was... Uh, I, I digress. Did you? I have, I have thoroughly digressed. <laughs> huh. So maybe maybe I'm not mo so much the interviewer as the uh, like the conductor on a really old railway that like when it derails, you try to swing it back over a little bit. Maybe that's my job. I, it's, it's the PGC mindset. Yeah. I have to... I, I start talking and you just let the brain go. And then you're considering words like super colossal and uh, commodious. Oh. Commodious? I don't, I, Commo I don't know. Of a commodity? I don't know. Walloping. I like that one, though. Big walloping man. <laughs> big, big walloping man. Well, here, here we go. Speaking of walloping, the world's largest potato dumplings. Uh, <laughs> yeah, those were probably too big. That's was, my hot take. That was a uh, probably too big. It was a who would do this? <laughs> You're like, this is too many potatoes, so I'm gonna make as as big of dumplings as possible. I, I disagree with you, Brett. They were made out of ignorance. <laughs> I literally don't know how big potato balls are supposed to be. Well, then, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just I'll make them big." Yeah, <laughs> nice a nice round eleven. <laughs> yeah, no, I really did not know. Like, I just just made the balls that fit my hands. I'm just gonna let that hang. Yeah, let it hang. <laughs> since uh, since I gotten uh, I got scolded by you last uh, last episode for making too many ball references, so I'll just let eh, that go. Fine. I'll just let it go. All right, I'll uh. 
I'll play the first clip from uh, the potato dumpling episode then. Three pounds of potatoes. And I cheated a little bit. I peeled these off camera. I only did that because I was feeling antsy. Wanted to get, get rolling. I looked at a lot of recipes. Some of those old German ladies said, don't peel the potatoes. Well, I think it's a hell of a lot easier to peel potatoes when they're not yet boiled. So, f These are regular potatoes. They're russet potatoes. These are the cheap <laughs> ass potatoes. I think I got them for a dollar. I don't how, 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 how be potatoes being so cheap? We're gonna bring it up to a boil and then simmer them like 15 to 20 minutes. Remove the water from the potatoes by emptying out the pot. And then we're gonna let them cool down. We're gonna smash them with some shit, make them into balls, and then we're gonna boil them again. Very exciting, amazing flavors, I'm sure. Uh, and also we're gonna cook some other shit. So on that note, I'm gonna work on other shit. That was the most in-depth potato play-by-play I have ever heard in my entire life. Excellent. <laughs> it was absolutely fit. I, I, it's, uh, it stinks because it's a uh, audio only uh, medium here. But uh, when you're like, the well, flavors, <laughs> 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 the face you make and the jaw just like hard cuts it. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> yeah, that was one of those things where I, I really didn't expect it to be good. And honestly, I didn't really even expect us to come out with something edible at the end. Uh, but it was pretty edible. I mean, it didn't taste really like anything at all. Uh, and, you know, it's one of those things like if you had a mom or a grandma or a relative who makes it on the regular, you'd be like, oh, if only someone still cooked food for me. And, and you're like re remembering it through the rosy lenses of of your childhood but well, i never had nothing like that and i never had i've never it's it's just yet another recipe where i've never had the food i've got no concept and what i produced was edible and so i consider that to be a relative success or i'm never fucking making them again no no i mean not worth i don't make any i let's see i don't make spetzel because i can't be bothered but um i'll make schnitzel and that's about it beyond that. And that's my heritage. But our food stinks. I think I think German people make the the potato balls from a mix. They buy them in a box and just add water. That's it. It'd be a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the, there, there was a couple. So I live in an area that's mostly uh, like Pennsylvania Dutch, which is like early Pennsylvania German settlers from like the 1700s that were mostly Quakers and Mennonites that came over for religious reasons. Uh, so we have like a really dense population. So we still have like um, some German-ish restaurants. But normally we don't really get like those form potato balls. Normally you get you get uh, like a boiled potato. Like it's a round. Like it's still round. Like it's shaved almost like rounded. But it's just it's like literally like a round peeled Yukon potato that was boiled, but it wasn't a, a mash dumpling form thing. You get that and you get like the, the red cabbage and that's like what you get on the side of like everything. everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Here's your potato and here's your red cabbage. But you know, I, I get in the mood for it occasionally. Um, not that part of it, but like, like the schnitzel and stuff. Like if I don't feel like messing up my kitchen or something like that, that's Get schnitzel pretty cheap, but yeah, that's that's about it for German food for me too. It's like meh. Uh, 
and then <laughs> what I like, I, so I'll just get right to the, to the next clip too, which uh, uh, makes me laugh. And it's it's uh, you calling out, uh, well, not calling out, com- commenting on just the episode in, in general. I'm chopping some bacon because these dumplings are going to be f***ed. And just, just so you know, John, I'm pretty sure we can't make dumplings their own episode if the dumplings are f***ed. But at any rate, it's a pretty plain side dish, so you can just put, you could put butter with breadcrumbs on them, you could put butter with onions on them, or you could put butter and bacon on them. It's miscellaneous bacon. So we're gonna cook some of this bacon in this butter, and I feel like no matter how f- these dumplings are, it's gonna be okay. We're gonna mask our failures with saturated fat. <laughs> so, there's, John, I'm telling you right now, this episode sucks and we're not gonna release it in its own episode. Da, 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 da. Here it comes. <laughs> yeah, we got three Tuesday episodes out of that evening. Yeah, you and did the fudge one. Every yeah. time we're making like a lot of food, John and I have a conversation where he's like, "Well, will this be its own episode? Will this be its own episode?" So a lot of times I got to film intros for things, and we don't end up using them because they're not their own episode. Um, but truly, I did not think this merited its own episode. Because it's a ball <laughs> of formed potato. And that's it. Yep. And you put some shit on it. Yeah, and I was like, well. some flour. Their flour existed. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that ain't great. <laughs> that ain't great. But then he went and did it anyways. <laughs> all I know is I, I think all, the, all the, uh, the top chefs now will say the best, the best way to consume flour is boiling. So that's yeah, that's boiled that's, flour. Where, that's where you get the best flavor, just boiled flour. <laughs> so I, I mean, what sparked the whole German night anyway? Was this just because you're like, I haven't done this? Is that where that came from? Uh yeah. Uh so you know, we're working our way through the um No, no, I'm sorry, no. It was receiving the oversized beer glass from uh, Steph. Gotcha. And I was like, okay, I need an excuse to drink four beers in a glass or as some nice German person pointed out, it should have been three, but I didn't pour the proper head on it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, now that it was, it's purely like, well, let's, let's keep working our way through German food. Cause I want to drink a lot of beer, which is, it's funny because with the episodes coming out of order, like we always talk about, like they just, they just do, um, with, uh, the fudge one first, which ends up actually being, the last of that night because i remember that night that was we had you had a twitch stream after that night and it was late it was probably like what almost 10 o'clock probably before it started and then that was because you were still doing the fudge so um but then like in the fudge you can see um because you're like me in this way where your eyes get real glassy after it doesn't matter like it's a little bit of alcohol or a lot of alcohol your eyes just get glassy and squinty and in your in the fudge one you're all red and glassy <laughs> like, oh, yeah, bro, I was. <laughs> I get it now. I had, I had some beers. You had some beers, and then you. I don't remember what you switched to, but you did switch in the episode too. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows is right. Lost to history. <laughs> it's it's almost like uh, nobody could find it if they actually went and looked for it. Uh, yeah. It wouldn't be worth. It's no. like information. That like yeah, someone could find it. Mm-hmm. But what would they gain if they found it? <laughs> it's like in the uh, the Dick Sword when somebody uh, pulls out a Phil quote from the from the annals of time, 
And you go, when I say that. <laughs> Some, sometimes it'll follow like a pattern where I'll be like, okay, I, I understand that I maybe said that. And other times it's just complete nonsense. And I'm like, what? what? <laughs> that doesn't sound like me at all. They're like, oh, yeah, it was uh, blah, 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 episode eight minutes in. All right. <laughs> the kid's done his research. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The Phil, the Phil Storians. They are out there. Ooh, nice. Nice. You coined coined a term. That's it. From now on, they are Philstorians. Man, I should I should have named a Patreon tier the Philstorians. <laughs> Philstorians. Well, here's the best part. That's literally the next part on my agenda. Segway. You just you just segued without me even having to segue. That's amazing. I'm, I'm a natural at this. I didn't even share my notes this time around, so there was no way you I'm could have that. I like natural. Yeah. So I'm going to actually open Patreon so I can take a better look at them so i did notice um you had a little bit of a patreon bump after you redid it like a little bit um yeah probably 20 30 more per month yeah. yeah we we um we have failed to film an announcement of this for like three or four weeks running i don't even remember when i redid this <laughs> i know it was in the last month but every time i've filmed with john since we're like, we should film talking about that, and then I, I, I forget. Yeah, you should put it in like a, this is what you should do for a Friday. Like just do a, remember when you used to do like the fireside chats? Just do a fire- Yeah, we used to do that shit. Yeah. And dude, I just life's busy, man. Like it I is, just like have a hard time keeping track of that stuff. Yeah. Also be- like the a lot of times in the shows I start drinking and then I, I you know, get carried away by the. The winds of, of waviness. I mean, I'm, I I love the good fireside chat. I mean, um, I mean, you did peak pretty early when when you released your magnum opus of the uh, the shorter cook eggs. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, oh yeah, that's when you that you brought in all the top talent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love I love uh, John as a waiter. I don't and, and what. What fucking voice was that that he was doing? I could... It's supposed to be French. <laughs> Is that what that was? <laughs> I, did, I I thought he was doing like um, almost uh, what the hell's his last Hervé the the guy who was on Fantasy Island that used to go deep plane deep plane like that's I thought he was doing that. Tat- uh, was a tattoo? His name was Boss deep plane. I dude, I don't know and. I just want the world to know that John is endlessly silly, and he's a little bit shy about it. Aww. And I've I've experienced more silliness from that guy than <laughs> probably any other human being has, and it's a real treat. I wish that he wasn't so shy about it. <laughs> it's cool. Well, his um uh meal episode where how to make a meal yeah how to make a meal that was hilarious too. But, you know, for his dryness makes it fucking hilarious. And the fact that, like we've commented a thousand times, John hates food. And by his meal, you can tell this man doesn't take any pleasure out of eating. He doesn't <laughs> hate food. He's just, <laughs> does, he just doesn't care. Doesn't, He's well, just okay. not excited about it. Yeah, here's, here's a bowl of sustenance. This makes me not hungry. Mmm. But and anyway, back to the Patreon tier. So maybe, maybe a fireside, maybe whatever. So how are you going to do that? But... I'll go through. So what you did was you kind of reinvented some existing ones and then um, 
some of like the lower level stuff too, kind of the same. And I'm, I'm just going to go kind of quickly uh, through. So you did like the $1 and $2 ones, um, which are pretty much just like the thank you stuff. Um, I guess the big difference that there is you're going to start including, um, you volunteer to uh, John to start including people's names in the credits. Yeah, I, I thought that would be a nice thing so people could feel like they are included in the production because they are, right? They, mm -hmm. They're paying to help us make these videos. And John said it would be a very easy thing to incorporate. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, it, would, it would vibe well with our community. It's pretty like tight-knit, you know, under the radar and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm a cool guy. My name's in the videos. Damn right. No, and, and tons of people do it. Um, it's nice that you do it at the lower levels too. Uh, but again, you know, you're, you're smaller too, where you can take advantage of that. You know, a lot of like, uh, like the real big channels is like, give us $50 a month and you can get it in point, like six point font in the bottom right hand corner at the end of the episode. But, uh, and I, we, I have yet to see it, uh, in terms of what, cause John hasn't put out a video mm -hmm. or has not included in a video I, that I know of. Um, but I know John's going to make it look nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a good editor, so it'll it'll look cool. Um, and then from there, so that's the one and two dollar. And then um, I guess this was kind of my contribution when you asked the uh, the, the garden supporter at four dollars, where you can have a plant named after yourself or a name of your choosing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which which I enjoy. And I think my example is this is Brett the pumpkin. He's round. <laughs> just I don't know. Makes, I don't. We have nobody in that right now. You had nobody that took on the uh, the four dollar, but uh, well, we also haven't talked to anybody about it. Yeah, so. yeah. Unless you check in on this stuff. Poor, 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 publicity. Exactly. Poor publicity. So for our uh, our listeners, actually, you know what? I haven't checked. We had a um, we had a uh, podcast boom for some reason. Uh, this a boom. Yeah, a listener boom this last week. Oh. Yeah, I think it might be um, from the live stream you did, uh, the cooking stream, because there was oh, a yeah. lot. Of, there was a lot of new newer people on there. Plus, uh, uh, with the Epic Couch Time people, yeah. So like in the last week, there was eleven additional listens, which is with an average of three per day, which is Hell yeah, which is weird. Um, but no, I mean both are they're about what I thought they'd be. Oh, you know what? It's probably the warped wing uh, bump. Oh, that we got be. a big we got a big subscriber bump from that. I mean, nothing like insane, but definitely far more than average. You know, I don't know if I I'll have to do, I'll have to go back maybe after I edit tonight. I don't think I spam that one. I spam every video with the PGC podcast link. I don't think I did it on that one. It, I did. John put you in the credits. I think he did. Did he? I think these are great questions. <laughs> I think I I asked him to. <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> well, I remember him saying, "Well, he did say I need permission from Phil to do that." And you're like, "I don't care." <laughs> uh, what did John answer? <sighs> yeah, if you just can't get enough Phil, check out Brett's PGC podcast here. Uh, you're in the credits. You know, I didn't even notice that. Let me look. I bet you that's. I bet you that's what it is. Yeah, we're legitimate now. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I didn't even notice, and uh, I don't. I think I wasn't. Oh, you know what? Because we watched that uh, as a small group. We were doing the the uh, watch together streaming thing. So it was like Steph and our Aussie buddy. He was there. Uh, Rain was in it. 
So a couple of us and then some anonymous people that didn't choose uh, usernames joined too. And I don't normally watch that way. So that's probably why. Because normally I'll watch and then I do the, the like and then I'll spam. So I was, I was out of my routine. And as a man of routine, I can't be broken. Obviously, I'm falling you apart. Wanna, you don't ever want to break the routine. Nope. It's not good. No, not when it comes to spamming. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's probably what the, uh, that's that's probably the bump that makes the bump. That makes sense then. Um, so cool. Was, yeah, sweet. So that's the $4. Uh, $5 is the PGC intern. That's, that's, uh, so that's, that's unchanged basically. That's just, that's the recipe one, right? Yep. Okay. And then our most popular tier. I think that's right. Five dollars. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Um, all right, and then um, some of the more physical goodies, which uh, I I know, um, I, I like I said I, when we were when you brought it up in the dick store, I was like I feel like I'm monopolizing with all these ideas, but um, I found this successful in some of the other ones that that I patronize, which I support. Think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah but like where you get quarterly goodies um and they do it like in uh uh bunches because it's like you know you have to be so it's it's like you got to support for three months three months but they're not always exactly set out at your you know your three-month anniversary like that three months that qualifies you for the next round of goodies basically um, yeah which I'm, I'm assuming you're probably gonna do and i know it's not noted in here but um you talked about it too so uh, it's physical goodies, so it's stickers, magnets, coasters, postcards, seeds, possibly, unless, you know, there's an issue with that. And uh, U.S. only with these two, right? The $10 tiers, yep. U.S. only. Yep. Yeah, because otherwise you're going to spend $90 to ship a coaster to Finland. Sorry, Lee. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. It, he's paying almost $4 a lime. That's insane. It's insane. It's- that's immoral. <laughs> That's how I would describe that. How do you sleep at night, Australia? That's I. I yeah. My uh, my my pitch on these uh, these goody clubs mm-hmm. is that all the stuff's going to be made by my good friends Kayla and Ashley, and they are very very crafty people. And uh, back in the day, they've they've done like s- several prototypes of these kind of things for me, uh, including one of my favorite things we've ever made. Which is the avocado fill mm. magnet, and it's my head as the pit of an avocado, I and we it's just we've put it on everything metal, and that's <laughs> one of my favorite things. But they're super crafty, and I think that especially with like the the probably small group mm-hmm. of people that we'll have here, you're gonna have some really really cool stuff. I like the of the shirt designs too. I think actually my favorite. You had the avocado on the shirts, but I liked. Um, Actually, like the the drunken spilling measuring cup head. Oh yeah, that's a that was a local artist. That was really um, good. That that John used to date, oh, no. but he, he doesn't date her no more. <laughs> Don't tell anybody in case it gets weird. It's no, it's it's a little awkward. It's, so what if you know now that we mentioned it is not being my favorite let's all rush out and buy that and then we have to he has to acknowledge that that's the most popular design that, that sounds like a great solution to the awkward problem you know confront your fears and awkwardness and then you can conquer them masterfully so yeah that's ten. thank thank you for the advice <laughs> that's, that's all i got uh, i do want um i do want the fill head um your uh 
uh, tooth toothy face thing. I don't I don't know what to call that. Um, the buck teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beaver, the beaver boy yeah, is what the, we call it. Yes, that one I think would be a great magnet, and that would I'd probably put that in my house. Um, well, shit, that sounds great. That that would be easy to do because the uh, I think rain created that as like a. It's a it, it's a Discord emoji in his Discord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, but not in mine. <laughs> no. Well, that's because you're the owner of it. That, that that's your avatar. So you know. Yeah, but also Rain has administrative access to my Discord. He can put it in. <laughs> that he does. Yes, and he has. Uh, I mean, be big a budget here too. He's also rearranged the dick the dick sword. So if you're not, oh not, yeah, he's legitimized this. I know it's all categorized and shit. It's like now when I open it, I feel like I gotta search my files for what I'm what I'm participating in. But it's good. Rain's, Rain's been doing the Lord's work. He uh, he's been he's been like building stream overlays and animations and all kinds of awesome stuff. Yeah. So big big thanks to Rain. Uh, good always good buddy of mine. But if you <laughs> enjoy looking at nice things. Uh, that are not directly related to the YouTube channel. It's likely due to credit of Ray. <laughs> yeah, it's so uh, bless bless that boy. Yeah, starting the dick sword and making some categories that got you sixty percent of the way, and he's just filling in the remaining forty. The pretty yeah. stuff. I've been I've been making up various categories in the Discord on whims <laughs> ever since I had it. I I think probably the least popular is probably sports. Because I think the last time I actually had sports a, and politics, probably the, the. I think sports is. I think sports is. Yeah. Yeah, it's because right. I, I. What did I? I think I posted like my hot wings because I was watching football in the sports, and then before that though was uh, me chanting USA when the uh, women's soccer won the World Cup, however many months ago that was, and the wings were last weekend. So that just tells you how unpopular sports are with our crowd, um, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, maybe all right back to patreon yeah back to patreon so the 20 dollars a month so um sort of like upgraded swag and that's so t-shirts the branded spoons which are um those what laser those were laser burn or engraved or however you want to say that i don't i they either hand burn them or they have a laser i don't know they they be doing it um glassware home goods you know, possibly hot sauce or pickles, depending, obviously, on uh, availability of, of sending that stuff. So basically, like an upgraded version of the stuff at 10. But then, I mean, the real one to talk about is the pretty goody value bu- bundler, which gives you both uh, the tier one and two of the swag. So you'll get the fill head magnets and coasters and postcards and all that kind of fun shit. Um, but then you T-shirts, the spoon, all that kind of stuff. So... Um, if you can support for uh, a minimum of three months, that gets you in the pool for that. And you do have a Patreon, uh, a patron already in that. You have pa- you have a patron in each one of those categories already. Uh, but I have a feeling those will probably fill up, which is pretty cool. Uh, moving to the next one for $40 a month, and that's the uh, plot, like a spot in the PGC garden. So you're basically going to sponsor a piece of the garden uh, and, I guess, work out with you, Phil. What makes sense? Because obviously, you know, you can't you can't plant a fucking pineapple tree uh, right. in a garden in Ohio. So, um, so is it cons- consultative? Consultative? 
I don't know how to. How yeah, that's it. that's the idea. Okay. Is that uh, and I, I've had some people talk to me about this, which is part of why I put it up, mm. uh, because they've been enjoying goodies from my garden, and we're like, what if, what if I just paid you to grow things for me? Mm. I'm like, well, that can be arranged. Uh, so the idea with this is that, like, you know, it, we're gonna set aside parts of the garden. We're gonna keep expanding the garden, uh, and if you want me to grow you some stuff. We can we could split a difference. I'm going to take some of it because it's my garden, <laughs> but also I'll try to send you some stuff, and it could be it could be a lot of fun. That's that's the idea. It's kind of CSA style. Uh, you know, I've I've not really dabbled in it before, but we'll figure out the logistics. And uh, the more garden grows, the less grass you have to cut, which is always a plus. Yeah, I, it's not too big of an issue for me. Courtney's favorite chore is mowing the the grass. Uh, God bless her. Uh, for whatever reason, I uh, once I became once I had the means to pay somebody else to do it is the first chore as an adult that I outsourced was grass cutting. And really? I, yeah, and I don't. Well, I'm allergic to grass to begin with, so oh, that, it's it's a would, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, that would put a damper on it. Yeah. So as soon as I was like, you know what, for what it costs me to have, to have somebody else do it, and they do. I mean, when you actually hire somebody, do they do a hell of a lot? Because I always half-assed it too. I'm like sneezing and all like just miserable. So I tell you what, me and I think me and Courtney both enjoy cutting grass. Like it's it's not like we're competing against each other or who gets to cut the grass, but that is that's a chore that it it gets done pretty easily. <laughs> you also have small yards, so it's yeah, not a big deal. Yeah. Uh fifty. So fifty dollar uh tier, that's pretty much unchanged. Uh, nobody's in it, <laughs> but um, that's the Polaroid. Is that is it? We, set? That's gonna stay yeah, the same. Yeah, custom Polaroids once a month. We did we did have a supporter there for a long time. Okay, and he got a lot of really cool Polaroids, uh, including some just truly bizarre photos. And I'm just gonna go um, just to meme. I'm gonna say it's nothing sexual, mm. but that it's it's truly one of a kind mementos uh, from the PGC experience. There you go. So if you're not sold, that'll sell you. Um, the last one, which is five hundred dollars a month, <laughs> which is always, that last year is always the one. That like, it's like, hey, eh, it's the a, yolo. Yeah, it's the yolo shot. It's uh, it's <laughs> I've always, I always toy with uh, like, especially at, like a year end when uh, when like my bonus comes in, I'm like, I should just do it once because because it, it says I get a. I, I get to be placed in the Hall of Fame, and there's going to be a monument erected for me, and there's going to be a ritual involved. I'm like, that's a pretty good value for all of that. It is that. a good value. It's a good now, value for that nonsense. We had a supporter at that level for two months. Jesus Christ. We did. Wow. Uh, and a really, really good friend uh, It's Austin. He was on the show for a little bit. Hmm. Came came out and visited, did a couple episodes. Um, and I, I, I still, I'm trying to get a hold of him to talk to him, but... I want I want to grandfather him in, mm-hmm. uh, so that we have an example of the PGC Hall of Fame, and we'll do a little ritual. I think he'll I think he'll enjoy that a lot. But I haven't done it yet, so that's that's on my list. My to do list is to memorialize Austin's ridiculous support of our show. And it's available uh, again for anybody that wants to be part of that. So that's the revamped. Do you have disposable mm-hmm. income? This is this is a pitch. It's not oh, okay. a direct I, question. I was, like, I was like, this is awkward. <laughs> like, this is an awkward one for me to answer. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> it's like I'll do it, but I don't want to. <laughs> great, great place to dispose of your income. <laughs> yes. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Patreon wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Timing thing. Patrick just sent me a gif of Mr. Bean being impatient, so we got to call <laughs> Patrick in right now. Cool. It's a special guest segment. I'm not the host, but I'm dialing him in now. Here we go. Sweet. You have now entered a conference call. (laughs) This is... Is this the future I've heard so much about? This is epic. (laughs) Couch time. It is. I like the the background noise the most. Can you hear us, Patty boy? You know, here's the perfect opportunity to just start talking shit, and then they just start to be able to hear you. And then it gets awkward for everybody. I am here. You got us? You, so you hear me? Yes, Sweet. I got it. And now, a man who needs no introduction, <laughs> except oh. for the slight introduction of being from the media account Epic Couch Time, it's none other than Patrick. Oh, hey guys. How's it going? Is my AC unit too loud? Can you hear it? Uh, yeah, I can, but I think it adds a certain amount of ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, actually, you know what? Normally when I, uh, when I go to edit this, uh, there's like a normalized filter that, um, takes out like low cycle hums, so it might be all right anyway. But, oh, even better. Yeah, so all you've missed out on so far, we talked about a couple episodes, we went through the new Patreon tiers, we're just going to get into Twitch stuff, so this is perfect timing, and you also missed out on this. See if you can guess what this is. The, that sounds delightful, whatever that was. <laughs> the world's loudest scotch cork. Phil's mm. very upset by it. Hold on. Actually, you know, I got to refill. I don't want to keep upsetting our our gracious benefactor. Hold on. Let me put I'm the, disturbed at how loud that, that hold, cork is. Let me put it back in. <laughs> that is so loud. <laughs> it's not oh my normal. God. It's, I, I, no. my, my theory is that Brett is drying his corks. I'm not... Oh, I see. No, but it's got that, like a little towel. Here's the yeah. thing, though. <laughs> yeah. Dr- drying a cork would shrink it. The problem is this cork is is swole like me. Mm. That's another. That's oh, that's another synonym. Another synonym for the chubbers. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, what's your favorite synonym for fat? Uh, my favorite for for fat. Mm-hmm. Fat. Um, I think. Husky is funny. It is. Oh yeah, that's good. I think I think husky is oh, funny sure. because it almost like well, once it can be used for like a, a breed of dog, which is right. one thing. <laughs> but then it's like it's kind of like bites, like sidestepping like the idea of just being a bulky dude in general. Uh-huh. So it's like husky. Yeah, he's just kind of like a he might he might potentially be built underneath all that. <laughs> No, that was that was definitely the uh, the the big boy section. I had to shop in at Sears for my school pants every year when as a child. Bro, I, I legitimately was just about to say like <laughs> the huskies. That I had the to huskies. wear husky pants yep. that I got from Meyer or some some shit like that. Yep, it was like it was Sears, and I can't remember the other one. And uh, whatever it was, it was like real fucking durable, you know, because because mm. you always skinned out the knees because you're a a raucous child, but yeah. The huskies, like those, those fireman pants. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. For all the heavy duty action of a chubby yeah. boy. Brett, I really liked that you used the second person 
to talk about yourself. Thank you. Because in an upcoming episode of mm-hmm. PGC, and I, it, it's hazy, so I don't actually remember which one. Hmm, that's that's uh, unfamiliar. I, I really got in a second person role, like <laughs> some like real r- rhetorical stuff. God, I wish I could. Rem- I've got to go message John. <laughs> um, so let's sort of try to get it back on track. So we went through the revised Patreon. Um, so I just want to touch too on on Twitch stream. So it's good we have Patrick on too because you're a Twitch kind of guy. So I am familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So Phil, plug your shit. Plug your shit. Yeah, go for uh, it. Uh, uh, Elevator speech. <laughs> this is just gonna sound like the exact same speech we gave on that one episode we did with you guys, where it's just like, do it again. <laughs> Hang up on this bitch. <laughs> um, well, okay. So me and my boy Henry, uh, we've known each other for some time. Uh, we play a lot of like throwback games. Um, here recently, we've been getting really deep into the dank memes, the memes, uh, and we've been streaming every Thursday around six o'clock Eastern Standard Time, um, and that's just kind of like the routine that fits best for our schedule. Henry's a papa, and I got like a really weird work schedule anyways, so it's kind of that works best for us. And so we would just kind of pitch it like, it's just like your favorite TV show on Thursdays at six o'clock Eastern standard time. Do you, do you schedule a fart on a couch? Do you, do you, do you schedule your stream time around the cycle of your air conditioner? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It's at, it's at his house. And, <laughs> uh, that okay. room is hot as fuck. There's many <laughs> streams where I have just can I say that by the way? Can you can I just drop absolutely. Oh, yeah, we, okay. yeah. No, we I uh, I have this no, marked as explicit. We're, we're we're okay. Okay. Don't, cool. Don't let Hank's kid listen to this. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I'll have him only explicitly listen to this podcast and no other. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, but I don't know. We just goof around most of the time. Just chill. Yeah. Right, I got a I got a hard hitting uh, journalistic question for you. Oh God! How has Hank changed since becoming since being a, a father? Becoming a father, uh, I would say he's like his energy is his his energy has always been kind of even, you know. Uh, but now it's like <laughs> it's either e- even or low. And I'll come over and I'll be like, "Hey, man, don't worry. I got I got energy for this podcast or this stream today." It's like, "Okay, good," because I've got none. <laughs> I'm just like, dude. Why is that always the answer? He's just like always waking up, taking care of. Uh, he's got like a younger dog too, so he's taking care of the dog. Oh damn, that's, that's double duty. Yeah, so he's 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 burning the candle on both ends as they my, were. I I I don't have any kids yet, but my mm-hmm. understanding of early fatherhood is that the first year is just garbage. Oh, it's rough. You it's can you can tell it's rough. But you know what though? He loves being a father and that kid is freaking hilarious, dude. Like I I'm not like one to like babble on about kids, but his kids really cool actually. That's good. Yeah. Uh Phil, do you want to plug your Twitch stream at all? Yeah, Phil. Uh yeah. We we be Twitch streaming. Mhm. And sometimes it's also regularly on Thursday nights, so might be a little competition. Yeah, for, for that well, viewership. <laughs> last time I just dropped on, you know, 
through and said what's up. So it's very nice of you. Yeah, I appreciated that. Uh, it's it uh, it also like uh, work schedule and all that shit. Like uh, again, again, I, I've been uh, streaming more uh, for fun, but mm. r- our boy Rain has been pushing me to take it to the next level of professionalism. He's been designing shit. Uh, he Rain is filming most of the Twitch streams now. He's got a cool setup that he yeah. runs around with. Um, so w- we've been doing some cooking streams, uh, which has been fun. I think that that's a little bit more on brand than playing video games. Uh, but I am still going to do some of the game streams. Uh, and I think the last couple have been well-received. Uh, we've been collaborating with A Hair Affair, which is Ashley. And she is she's a professional in the terms of she's been doing this shit for years, so she knows like how Twitch works and shit. And over the weekend, I was talking with my wife about it, and she was like, "Why don't you guys just stream on YouTube, where you have thousands of followers?" And I was like, uh, "I don't know. <laughs> I know you can do both at the same time. I do follow a guy who does both." And you can actually collect tips from both. Yeah, he does. Really? Um, yeah, he does. Uh, uh, it's sixty six Samus. Um, he's like a metal drummer, and he he. So like, you tip him. Um, he'll add whatever song you want to his list, and then he'll play along with. Like, he's such a good drummer that he'll just like, even if he doesn't know the track, yeah. he'll play along with it. And he does like audience interaction stuff, and he dual streams on both YouTube and Twitch at the same time. So there is a way to I know, do it, dude. I know a, dude, a bassist that does that too. Yeah, like, it's pretty cool. It's really talented. Yeah, and he does it. I think you like know three times a week. You know what I love the most about uh, Phil and his baby that is pretty good cooking is it seems that <laughs> at least he pitches it this way that every time every platform that he goes onto it seems like out of his control. Like YouTube <laughs> is Dillis, and now Rain is pushing him onto Twitch. And then, Brett, it seems like you're just dragging him into this podcast, too. So it's, it's, it's really beautiful in a way. We talked about it on the first one. Uh, Phil claims to have been completely sober when he agreed to this. I was not. So, <laughs> yeah, so okay. I, I, I acknowledge your statement, Patrick. Yeah. And I, I, I think that it's true. Uh, and it, it definitely is how I rationalize it in my brain. But I will say that, like, the piece of ownership in all these things that I have (laughs) is that when someone asked me to do it, I just said yes. (laughs) So I'm I'm willing to, to, like, do these things and look silly and make jokes and et cetera. Mm -hmm. Uh, But from, like, from my strengths and weaknesses, I'm not a guy who wants to run, like, the technical aspect of these things. Uh, right. But I am the guy who like like oh you want to show up have a couple drinks and you know just say some dumb shit I'm like oh, yeah sure I, it's it's been fun let's keep it rolling yeah and I think uh, well this has been real hands off for you I mean you literally just have to call me that's the end of your prep <laughs> this is like I'm the one who has to sit here and make fucking look at this goddamn show notes. To go through all this shit. I'm but going you, doing all the goddamn work. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. And I appreciate it. No, it's, and I'm I think kidding. you're doing a great job. 
And That's John does a great job. And yeah. Rain does a great job. Honestly, you those know what? It's, it's a good hobby. God dang, it's fun. Yeah. Those guys are god dang professionals. And right. Phil is just the talent that they bring in for social commentary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Well, I... I, don't know I am too, dude. I, I am too. Henry's the same way. Henry's the technician. I, I am the, the dude that makes fart jokes. That's all. I'm the Ike Turner to Phil's to Tina. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're going to get out I, there and you're going to sing pretty. <laughs> at, at some point in my life, it probably was banned because this is a banned metaphor. I realized that I liked being second chair because... Yeah. I got some like interesting parts, but I wasn't like ultimately responsible for the melody. And I feel like, I feel that way in a lot of things. Of like, I I I, I kind of want to be like the glue that holds it all together, or like is some theme in there. But ultimately, if I gotta like, I, I gotta be totally responsible for something. It's gotta be something that I'm totally dedicated to, which I, I I'm dedicated to PGC. But I also could stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's why uh, I've been keeping this uh, podcast a monthly. I don't want to burn out on it, and I don't want you to burn on burn out on it either. Monthly uh, is the maximum commitment for a podcast. Yeah, I did one. Um, Realistic. I used to do a biweekly, uh, and it was fun for like the first four until like it's that Friday. It was also we uh, we taped on Fridays, so it was like. Every other Friday, it's not that it was ruined, it was fun, but it's like you couldn't commit to anything else. Like, your whole shit was set. At least, like, with this, what we're doing, we rotate nights, it's whatever whatever feels right at the time, so it's it's been, it's been pretty good. Pretty good. Ah, oh, fuck. Alright, um, moving on. So, we left off after the dumpling episode, so it's the first half of the dinner episode, so I just want to finish the second half of the dinner episode. Um... And so, Pat, you get to you get to sit along. Hopefully, you can hear the clips too. You should now that the audio is all figured out. Uh, okay. So, I'll, I always kind of just play a, a clip going into it. So, this is a clip number one from that episode. To the tiny ass onion that I grew, special to me. But you want to make food taste good? Grow it yourself, because then you'll be emotionally attached to it. If you don't like onions, you just omit this. But I I think cucumbers and onions together is a naturalwinningteam.com. You know, if you were uh, braver than me, you just use the mandolin. Me, this thing's too small. And I, I, every time I use that mandolin, I imagine just shaving my thumb right off. And I don't want to do that. I want to retain my thumbs for future endeavors. <laughs> Always good to keep the opposable thumb for future endeavors. Uh, and uh, I, I agree. I have a mandolin. I use my mandolin this weekend, actually. But same thing. Petrified every single time. It's just a razor blade stuck on a piece of plastic. That's <laughs> that's all it is. And you're just throwing your hand past it all whimsical-like. And I, it's me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, I mean, you get the guard. So I was doing onions with it. And you get the guard, which is good. Um, but anytime you do anything that doesn't really fit in that thing, I mean, you got to go handsy in there. And, ah, oh, man, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's always dangerous when you go handsy. Go a little handsy. No Ooh. matter what the situation. <laughs> Whenever there's razor blades and when you get handsy, there's always, oh, yeah. a, there's always a possibility of danger. You guys ever have the experience uh, where you, you're chopping a vegetable and you you go in like a little bit fast 
and then all of a sudden you like almost cut a finger off Mm -hmm. where like the blade glances on your fingernail and it leaves a slight indentation and you freak out and you're Mm -hmm. like i almost died so but really you you suffered no harm right i got a story for you phil (laughs) um so for a time i was working at uh a jersey mike's sub place this was like fresh out of college sponsor (laughs) um but i was i was like just learning the job this was like maybe like my first month on the job or whatever i'm cutting the sandwich um and they have those like really long serrated bread knives whatever you know i'm talking about oh yeah and um I was coming. I was coming back, and apparently across the the bend of my index left finger, like the first knuckle, um, it sliced across it, and it like just opened up my finger, and um, I <laughs> I dropped a, a hard f bomb like real loud in front of all the customers, <laughs> and I and my my manager took me the knife, the food, everything to the back, um, you know, got me wrapped up and all that stuff and and like i guess i i blacked out because i don't remember screaming or shouting or whatever it was because i'm not like i'm really squeamish when it comes to like any of that shit like medical what what whatever have you but um so i have cut my finger with a knife before chopping shit not vegetables though (laughs) It's it's funny how the human body can have a response. So like you you mortally wounded yourself in the finger. <laughs> yeah. And your body was like, what if we just shut what off? If we just pieced out. Yeah. <laughs> what if we just let this thing take care of itself? The the fight or flight is uh my consciousness decided to flee. <laughs> yeah exactly Body's what just happened. Like, nah fuck it yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm bleeding profusely which should probably be stopped in some way but my body decided I'll just pass out instead and not deal with it let's just turn this baby on autopilot and <laughs> yeah. step aside <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly really go good. wrong your, your brain's just like mm, looks like a problem for someone else <laughs> yeah. somebody, somebody will probably find this It'll just be not okay. I'm like that I can watch I can watch other people get like their blood drawn or like, they're like, hey, you want to see something gross? Fine. But the second it's me, dude, I am done. Like when I went in for my surgery and they couldn't find a vein for the IV and they went in three different spots. Like eventually they went in like on the top side of my elbow was no. where they found it, which was a very interesting sensation. But she's in there digging around. I was just getting oh, like the stop, where you get like sweaty. <laughs> oh, I can't take it no more. I was. It was a good thing I was lying down because you know, well that and you're you're a dude too. Feeling so like I'm blacking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to be a pussy when you're a dude too. You know it was uh yeah. it was like two um two like nurses that have like you know they put in their 35 years. This is old hat. And there's my little rotund ass and a and an assless uh, gown about to pass out because they're poking me with the sticky thing. Uh, <laughs> pussy. <laughs> but yeah. Oh no, a needle. Time to lose consciousness. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't have that problem. You're lucky. Uh, I feel like um, I feel like most things in life, I'm I'm kind of even keel. And if I, if like some part of my body is open, that it shouldn't be, I'm like, well, I should find a way to close it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think if 
I'm like that when if, if if like I seriously hurt myself and at first when the adrenaline's still going, I'm good at like quick rapping and knowing what I should do. But the second I sit down and I start to calm down is when I get real woozy. Especially mm-hmm. if you you lift it up and you take a peek, then you're fucking done. What's done. happening under here? Yeah. As I'm sitting. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I have two things to say. Okay. The, the first thing is that we're at the hour and a half point. Oh, is this is this when you start to whine? I'm not whining. Okay. But the second thing is that I need to refill my drinks. Okay. And I no longer have a mobile mic for this setup. You know what's so good though? Gonna... I have I have some words from our sponsors, and then I'll give us plenty of time. So that, that will Pat be and good. I, and Pat also, and I will enjoy did that. You notice that I said refill drinks. Yes. Perfect. So <laughs> I've been double fisting the whole time. You didn't even Damn. ask me about. I'm sorry, Phil. What you sipping on? I've been sipping on a Great Lakes Oktoberfest. Okay. Which nice. is surprisingly alcoholic for an Oct- Oktoberfest beer. Six and a half ABV. That's not German. <laughs> and then I also have been sipping on Jim Beam Extra Aged Black Label. You know, you know what that doesn't have. Oh, my ears. <laughs> I don't. I don't like that. I'm gonna. Re- you p- play whatever you're gonna play. I'm gonna okay. get drinks. All right. Uh, and now a moment from uh, Pat. As you know, there's a upcoming PGC Con at the Ramada in uh, Toledo Conference Center, scheduled at. Some point in the future, it's going to be branded as the 2019 PGC Con, no matter yes. what year it actually falls into. Um, so I just want you know, I want to give this a moment to shout out to our sponsors. So as always, I, I'd like to have a, a little shout out to our to our friends at Goya. It's time to get away from the everyday. Go Goya. Goya beans. Add them to soups and stews and fill your home with warmth. For better meals, turn to Goya. Go Goya. Absolutely. Thank you, Goya. Mm. I, uh, I, that makes I, me want to crack open a can right now. Don't you just want a, a cool can of Goya I beans? Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I just want to pop the top on some, some Pintos and just... Mm. just... <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that milky fluid they sit in. Mm. You know, they say that makes you farty, is that fluid. But uh, We went through that on the last podcast, and, you know, I... Who knows? I do rinse my beans, though. So, um, and next, I'd like to... Actually, I was hoping to have Phil on this, so let's act like we played both. We'll just keep talking. Hopefully, he'll join. There he is. I think I hear him. Is that is that Phil coming back in? Is he coming through Hold the crowd? Hold on a second. Who's that guy? You, you know what? Did coming no through the crowd. make the comment? Huh? Wait, what? Can you hear me? Yes. What's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. I can hear you. You know, no one made a fart joke about fill your home with warmth? That's a that's a natural eco friendly source of heat. It is You're right. You're Family so farts. Oh my god. Well, you you did miss the word uh, from our Goya sponsors, which I know you're sick of, but they are sponsors. No, I heard it. I was here. Oh, were you listening? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got mobile headphones, but not a, a microphone. Uh, okay. Well, then um, let's let's just hear from uh, our hosts at the Ramada Inn. I learn a lot about this hotel by walking around like a guest. Meet Carl Hurd, manager of Ramada O'Harian in Chicago. He puts a lot of emphasis on people. He even lives here in his own apartment. And because this Ramada is also Carl Hurd's home, travelers find it's a nice place for them to live, too. Nice people taking care of nice people. 
think there's a lot of questions on that one. He lives. This is my home. He lives at the fucking Ramada. You have to watch. I find that warm and inviting. You have to watch the video. It's like him strolling with the newspaper tucked under his shoulder through the lobby, like, "Hi, everybody. I live here." Um, at some point, he does kick off his shoes, uh, <laughs> heads upstairs. Uh, but then the jingle. I love the jingle of nice people taking care of nice people. And hopefully. That is the uh, the motto that the fine folks at the Ramada in Toledo uh, have in mind when it's um, you know when the, the the raid of the PGC supporters you know around five to six people come <laughs> to a generous <laughs> estimate. There you go. Make the trip. Uh, five of those people being John, Phil, probably Kevin. Um, maybe Court, Spicy Mike. So that's five, and then probably me. Vinny and Iggy. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> ah, what a magical evening that will be. Mm. Mm-hmm. So those were from our sponsors, uh, both Goya and Ramada. So I'd like to thank both of them for their, for their sponsorship of the PGCCon 2019, which is going to happen in 2020. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, right. yeah. How... How did this get scheduled at the Ramada Inn in Toledo? <laughs> what is yeah. the origin of this meme? I, have, I would like to know that. Too. I have no idea. You know, it just, uh, I was, <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I was just sitting back thinking. I was like, what's a funny Ohio town? And Toledo's hilarious to me. And then I was like, what What could possibly, of the, of the uh, conference center options, which one could have the shittiest conference center? And it was between a Best Western and a Ramada, and Ramada seemed funnier to me. <laughs> so Do you remember that one night when I was like, maybe I stayed at that yeah. Ramada? Yeah. I didn't. I stayed at the Radisson. Damn. Oh. You almost had the connection. You could have yeah, almost. Yeah, almost. almost. At the opening ceri- uh, ceremonies of the con, you could have been like, I stayed here back in 2018. <laughs> And they put me room. in a they put me in a handicap room or like the what, <laughs> accessible room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no furniture. Oh. And it was everything was waist height accessible, and I was just walking. There was so much space. I was just walking around, be like, how how did this happen? How did I end up here? <laughs> it was one of those uh, where the bathtub has like a door. Yeah. Get, oh. They had. They, it was completely accessible. I felt I felt bad because I was like, maybe someone needs this room. It's not me. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you're parking in a handicapped spot. Like, yeah, but yeah. I didn't choose to park there. Someone parked you. Someone parked me in a handicapped space. <laughs> <laughs> Best of it. Maybe they they mistook your Ray Romano for a handicap. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> so uh, now that we've moved on from that. Uh, this is actually what I want to pat on the phone for. So, uh, every month our friend in Australia, which is a fake land that doesn't exist, Lee sends us, uh, an Aussie report. So this time around, uh, he gave us homework and basically it's, uh, he's going to give us a couple of Aussie phrases that we need to try to figure out. So I'll let it play. I did write them down. Um, so we can kind of review our best guesses afterwards, but I'll, uh, I'll play what he submitted. Um, and again, he never puts the didgeridoo under it himself. I always have to do this. At this point, you'd think he'd know the Aussie report gets a didgeridoo. 
But I thought that was natural background noise. I, I did right? too. I'm surprised yeah. it's not already there. Let's be honest. It probably is. He goes in like this, the most soundproof part of his house. It, it's it's away from all the dingo screams and <laughs> yeah. didgeridoo music. G'day, Phil and Brett. Lee here with another edition of the Aussie Report. Full disclosure, I kind of forgot I had to do this this month. To be honest, I'm surprised you still want me to do it after three months. Anyway, I'm here. It's Sunday afternoon, and let's get to it. Now, I was having a think on what to talk about this month, and it struck me as weird how shocked you were by my use of the word bottle last month. And yes, it did mean bottle shop, or drive through bottle shop, or somewhere where you buy alcohol. And I also thought that what this little segment needs is a bit of, let's say, audience participation on your part and to the part of the listeners. So, I know it's cliche, I know it's been done a thousand times on YouTube, but I've got my phone, I've googled the apparent list of best Aussie slang, and what I'm going to do is pick a couple, well not a couple, I'll pick about, let's say four or five, read them off, and they could be some talking points. I want to know what you, Phil and Brett, think these words or phrases mean, and then we can come back next month and I can give you the true definitions. Sound good? It'll do. Alright, so I, actually I won't tell you where I'm reading it from because then you might want to cheat. So what I've got here, according to the site that I'm on, is a list of the truest, bluest sayings we Aussies take for granted back home that no other countries seem to get. Alright, phrase number one. If I was to say that something was my shout, what would that mean? My shout. Phrase number two. If I were to chuck a sickie, what would that mean? Chuck a sickie. I've chucked many sickies in my day, I'll tell you that. Hmm, all right. Number three, let's do five. I think five is a, is a nice round number. Number three, spit the dummy. If I were to spit the dummy, what would that mean? All right, number four isn't really a phrase, it's just a word. What is a bogan? B-O-G-A-N, what is a bogan? All right, now no Aussie report would be complete without somehow bringing it back to the topic of beer. So our last one, while also being a popular brand of beer here in Australia, has a different meaning. So number five, what is a furphy? And I'll spell that for you. F-U-R-P-H-Y. What is a furphy? Other than a beer. Not a very nice beer, but it's still a beer. Well, I think that was Bonza. <laughs> no one says Bonza. All right, students, that's your homework for the month. Talk amongst yourselves and I want to hear your answers, and then we can go through them next month and see how you did. For the Aussie Report, I have been Lee. If you want to see more of what I do, I'm on all social medias on the internet anywhere as Parmadays, that's P-A-R-M-A-D-A-Z-E, other than the PGC Discord where I'm Hinks, H-I-N-X. And that's me done. Catch you next month. All right, so that's our homework. So I wrote them all down. Five phrases. So... Old boy says H funny. H H H H. <laughs> we have a we have a UK office and they all say H. It's all H, H and Z. I mean Z you hear more often. Even in Canada they say Z instead of Z. But yeah, H. I'm an old man and my tank words are. Hey! Oh my god! I thought my headphones were breaking just now. What was that? <laughs> oh, hey Pat, could you do a uh, a Japanese businessman's voice for us, just so we round it out with subtle racism from all three? Oh, certainly. I would be glad you could do that. Thank you. Ah, uh, now we're all on it. Oh no! <laughs> we're all on the list. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. So starting off, this one, I think I know because I've heard it, but I've only heard it uh, in the UK way, which is my shout. Like if you say something's my shout, that only means like if you're buying a round of drinks, it's your turn. But I don't uh, know if that's the same thing. My my guess was that it's something you're really into. Like what was you, it? My you, shout. You, it's your passion. You're like, I am excited about this, so I'm going to shout about it, and therefore it's my shout. That sounds right to me, actually. I'm going to go with what Phil said. <laughs> okay. Chuck a sicky has got to be puke. Yeah, bar from drinking. I was thinking, like, flicking a cigarette. Chuck oh, a maybe. Uh. Like, a, you're done with a cigarette, and you're like, ow, done with it. Just to... Uh, I feel less uh, hesitant to categorize the entire country of Australia for some reason. And I feel like if that was the true definition, that would be very Australian. Yeah. Next. All right. Spit the dummy. Uh, It just sounds like a (laughs) blowjob. That's what I'm getting. Stick to that. Spit the dummy. For sure. Hey, why don't you come over to my house, Sheila? Spit the dummy for a while, eh? <laughs> Five my, minutes. Uh, I don't. I I have a different idea. <laughs> really? <laughs> my, huh. Okay. Chat with a friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I was well, thinking like that's similar. Shoot the shit. Yeah. Like yeah, that's shoot the shit. Chat with shoot, a friend. That's yeah. that's what I was thinking. Oh. Hmm. Spit the dummy. I guess I got focused on spit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you <Stop>. dummy. <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> okay, now these next two, I have no fucking clue. So Bogan, B-O-G-A-I-N. Oof. I, dude, I'm at, I had no idea. And he didn't give I've, any context. I've heard Bogan before. And it's, it's structure makes me think of bargain. But I... I I, my guess is a house. I don't fucking know. I, uh, yeah, I got nothing. I'm. Um, oof, I don't know. Uh, let's say it's a sandwich. A bogan. It's a type of sandwich. That sounds delicious. After, after you, <laughs> hey Sheila, after you get done spitting the dummy, I'll make you a bogan. Now don't say that until you know what it means. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> oh. It could mean something real rancid, man. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, you don't want that as a sandwich, bud. No. (laughs) Last one is uh, Furfy. So he gave some context. He said it was a a gross beer or a cheap beer. F-U-R-P-H-Y. So do you think a Furfy could be like like a miscreant or like a bum maybe or like a... A boozer? He also I said it wasn't a very good beer, too. Yeah. So maybe, like... I don't know. Go on, Phil. My guess was piss. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I like that answer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that, too. <laughs> hold, on, hold on. Before you spit the dummy, i got to go take a furfy. A furfy. And then you can make me a bogan. <laughs> then you make me a bogan, maybe. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that we are all wrong. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here's okay. So now we have to use all five in the same sentence. <laughs> oh, Jesus. oh, we do? No, oh, no, no. Do no, we don't? But it would be a fun exercise. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, no, I got nothing. I can't even. No, I can't even structure that. Well, I'm sure we got that all wrong. I feel the only one I felt confident. I, I feel mildly confident about first two. I know what it means in UK slang for the first one, but it's probably not the same. The second one, it's got to be puke. I mean, there's not, and then we're split on the rest. Between talking to a friend and a, bl- a blowjob, there's a real wide berth in there uh, between answers. <laughs> Depends how good of a friend that is. Mm-hmm. 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 Hey, man. Ma- a mouth is a mouth. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> furfy. Girl, you furfy. <laughs> I go kiss you after you spit the dummy. You furfy. <laughs> okay uh, fuck back again Brett the conductor uh, the last episode of the month was your whirlwind trip down to uh, I'm sorry what was it something wing warped wing warped Dayton. wing Warp- that was this we didn't talk about the rest of the German food oh yeah you're right but I probably that's have another fine because it's not noteworthy it should have all been one episode yeah, um, I'll play the last clip I I, I, uh, I had lined up for the German one. It was just because I, I uh, it featured your low-key perfect pitch. So for each of these chickens, I'm going to put a tarragon under it. And I want to use tongs because I don't want to touch the chicken no more. And I'll just use this knife. You raise me up so I can sit on tarragon. Raise me up, I don't want to touch this chicken. Don't stab your chicken like I am doing. Wow. If only every episode was this good. <laughs> oh, so beautiful. Thank you for reminding me not to skip that. <laughs> I almost missed out on your low key perfect pitch. You're welcome. I, I sometimes I wonder how much of that is John like adjusting pitches and stuff to match me. <laughs> but I don't think he's that musically inclined. I think I think it low key is true. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't too e pain like you didn't have that voice and the robot. I yeah, mean, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm still waiting for your rendition of the theme song that you promised during the first episode, thus being a liar. But you know, whatever. I would Nothing love to encourages have... me to do things more <laughs> than calling me a liar. There you go. <laughs> I feel I really love... encouraged to do it now. <laughs> I want to see a Christmas album, Phil. I want to like Ooh. hear all the best Man. Christmas songs. It, it would all just be like whiny sing songs. <laughs> like, I want to host this show no more on Christmas. Fa la 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 la. So, again, final episode uh, Warped Wing, Making Beer Cheese. Um, this, was, uh, this was a happy boy episode. Phil was a happy boy during this one for sure. Uh, it's, it's cut together real quick. Uh, but you are so excited, which is, which is nice. Um, you know, it's, well, a, it's cause it's one of the coolest things we've ever done. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you haven't done, you've done location before, right? Not really. I was gonna say, I don't think he has. Well, maybe not. All right. The most legitimate business we've ever visited. Well, then perfect. Really, really, really cool. Uh, and you know, mad shout outs to Kyle who is a true blue long-term supporter of the show, been with us from the start. 
And homeboy got a job, part-time job. It's not even his, like, his main thing. He cooks like two nights a week in the kitchen at Warped Wing. And he made that shit happen. Like start to finish. He like involved his, the marketing people there. He got the blessing of the master brewer. And goddamn, we I, I knew it was gonna be fun, but we they were so welcoming, and they were just like, for not force feeding, but they were like endless beer pours, and the the recipes were fun. It was really really fun, and we got a couple more episodes from that from that day. Uh, really really cool experience. I I feel like it's the start of probably a new type of episode. Yeah. Um, you know, we're working on setting up additional brewery visits, business visits and stuff. And, uh, you know, once you start doing that kind of stuff, it's like a network. Like everyone's connected. Uh, so one of the episodes we did, which hasn't been released yet, is we did a personal tour of the whole facilities with the master brewer. His name is John Haggerty, and he's a big deal in the beer world. Uh, because he's the guy who invented dragon's milk at New Holland, which is a very famous and very alcoholic beer. Strong. Uh, and he's he's salty about it. I mean, uh, this is off the cuff, off the record, but we're putting in a podcast, so yeah. I guess it's on the record. <laughs> Everything uh, you say right now is on the record. Yeah, he's he. I don't think he's on that good terms of, with them. But at any rate, like, that dude's a beer wizard, and he was, like, telling us about all these people he knows. There's a guy who's running a brewery in Mexico City that he's working on hooking us up with. So uh, it's very, very early stages of, of uh, planning, but PGC might go to goddamn Mexico City, and we might not ever come back. Well, it was, wow. nice. It was nice knowing you. But really, really cool. I, I had such a blast there. Uh, Kyle was awesome. His kitchen manager, Aaron, was just the goofiest, most wonderful dude. Uh, they're expanding operations. They got a new uh, pilot batch uh, plant slash smokehouse opening up uh, pretty soon. So we're going to go back for that. And Aaron, in particular, I really loved Aaron. He was such a goofus. Uh, he, at home, his smoking rig can smoke five turkeys at once. And Damn. I don't know if it'll end up in an episode or not, but I talked to him at length like, hey, man. What? Why you got to be smoking five turkeys? And he was like, "It's my Thanksgiving side hustle. I smoke four other families' turkeys." Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> but yeah, they were they were so gracious and so cool, and I had such a good time. And they like sent me home with a bunch of swag. I got a cool shirt and some koozies. Ooh, cool! And that shirt. now every everywhere I go, I'm like, let me just buy this warped wing beer because they were nice to me, and I feel I feel a sense of loyalty now. Amen. You know, you could do some, uh, which I always thought would be fun, uh, is just uh, some Gorilla uh, PGC ingredient purchasing from either Lucky's or Soraga. I feel weird about that. I, I, it's not kosher so many, to just film in a I grocery know, store. I know, but so many people, for whatever reason, are obsessed with your with the Lucky's. Like, well, that's because Lucky's market is a pleasure to shop at. I, like I said, I've been in it. It is good. But, I, I mean, that place, it's cool. But, I mean, Saraga, not a lot of people have a international market of that caliber. That's true. So that would be a really cool one. I mean, I, I, there's so f 
that place is so big, I don't think anybody would notice if John just pulled the camera out. Probably just, not. Just kind of sort of started filming you. I don't, so I, don't want to, I don't want to do something without like their permission. You know, I, I want to be yeah. respectful of their business. Well, Phil, you know, I work at Whole Foods now, man. So if... Can we do a Whole Foods tour? There you hey, go. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you can go spit the dummy at the Whole Foods. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> Apparently not blowjob from consensus. <laughs> right. <laughs> I really hope it does, though. Uh, although I think... I think he might have mentioned that he spit the dummy, and Lee doesn't seem like the type. All right, um, back to this. Uh, let's see. So, clip number one, um, which is about cheese. It's cheese in time. But you can tell because the cream is some slight bubbling. It's warm. Warm creaminess. This is two cups of... Pepper Jack. Yeah, that, I didn't say that. Some other guy said that. This is two cups of... Smoked Gouda and cheddar cheese. How do they be making all these cheeses? I don't know. Are you a, are you a cheese maker? Can we film you making cheese? All right, we're making a cheese. You know, it, it shouldn't surprise anyone that we added that much cheese because this is called cheese. So I can already see a nice, a nice, well-meaning YouTube commenter who's like, well, number one ingredient in cheese is cheese. <laughs> what a great video. Well, did you know how to make cheese? Neither did we. <laughs> Phil trolling the trolls, baby. <laughs> It's predictable. It's very predictable. It really There's a formula is. for these kind of <laughs> First ingredient, cheese. And sure enough, the number one liked comment on that video is exactly that. Ah, oh, I was hoping it was our flag in our country. Guess not. Our flag in our country. <laughs> but real talk, though, going to a cheesemaker be sweet. Cheesemaker's pretty yeah. cool. I I don't know any cheesemakers. He also didn't so say yes or there. no. That guy didn't say yes or no about letting you film him make cheese. Or at least it didn't make the edit or cut or whatever. What? It, from what I heard, it's, you were saying, can we just film you making cheese? Can oh, we just do that? And there was nothing. That was that was, that was was Phil's rhetorical <laughs> question to the it universe. Was, oh, yeah. Okay. It was, it was uh, uh, I was throwing a line out. You know, like yeah. when you're fishing. Or uh, I wanted to tour a cheese factory. You think oh. maybe uh, Jimbo from the farmer's market has a connection on a cheesemaker. There's got to be somebody there making cheese, right? Right. Yeah, he might. It's a good... It's an old lady in the back. Look. Yeah, she's uh, straining mozzarella through some old pantyhose. Yeah. <laughs> what, a, what a wonderful image you Thank conjured. You. Do you like this, collection. too? Oh, my God, my ears... Uh, you know what that sounds like? Delicious being poured. <laughs> Hold on, let me put the cork back in. We made a reference to our flag in our country, and I feel like I have to <laughs> take this moment <laughs> to acknowledge what is one of my favorite YouTube comments of all time. And I'm not going to get political because this is that's not my. It stands alone. That's not my mo. It stands but alone. I feel like this one stands on its own legs. We got a commentary. Uh, God damn, I got to just got to look it up. Yeah, well, I, don't, I can't look it up right now. I can't look it up. I'm not even going to credit this person because they deserve to rename, rename, remain anonymous. <laughs> Spit Homeboy that dummy. comments on one of my videos. Wish I could 
follow you on Twitter, but I can't because they banned me on the 4th of July for defending <laughs> Trump, our flag, and our country. Jesus. And I responded to Homeboy with, our flag and our country. <laughs> <laughs> and he responded back, that's right. They were the haters, and I was the... I, I don't even fucking remember. It's, it's so good. <laughs> I'm just imagining so, that my Homeboy... I'm just imagining Homeboy on the 4th of July getting banned from Twitter for defending our flag and our country. Can you imagine the amount of indignation? I Here's the other part. I have to see that tweet because you know it wasn't just about the flag. You know there was a Kaepernick in there and there was other words surrounding that. <laughs> well, we can't see it because he got banned from I Twitter. Oh, it's so yeah. upsetting. God, uh, we'll have to. What's that website? The Wayback Machine, where you can look at like uh, where it like captures uh, websites at certain time points. Be like, excuse me, kind sir, could you tell me exactly uh, what on what date that tweet was sent? <laughs> I have to look it up. Our flag in our country. I'm trying to find it. You could find it. It's July fourth. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, me. it wasn't. <laughs> no. Oh, here it is. Fastball two six one one. That makes it better. That makes it better. Fastball. Wish I could follow you on Twitter, but all caps. Twitter banned me for Fourth of July defending Trump, our flag, and our country. The haters were bashing. I was defending. Thank God. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you for your. Fastball is a true American hero. <laughs> you heard it here first. Wait, fastball. It's not the one that said that the roads that we walk on a paved did go. Never give up it. That one? No? Okay. <sighs> <laughs> so, um. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes the best thing to say is nothing Just at nothing all. Just nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I earned that. Our flag in our country. Our flag in our country. Our flag in our country. Fuck, I'm gonna our flag in our country. Tell you thicken the cheese. You had this a little bit at a time. Yeah, you gotta turn the t temperature down. Stay with me now, gas. Okay. So low heat, otherwise you're gonna have big, big chunks of clump penis. That's Chris's cousin, clump. <laughs> they call him the penis brothers. Chris penis, clump penis. Those are getting thick. Thick. Oh, oh man, we oh. Here we go. There's a resistance. <laughs> That's going to be texturally pleasing. If you ever get married, you should strive to be texturally pleasing. Just a little <laughs> tip. Okay, that's that's thick. Oh, there's something so great about just hearing an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and if you if you've noticed uh, for the short part part of this that you've joined, I don't actually pull out anything that's actually relative to the recipe or what's happening. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> The food was never the point, Brett. No, it never is. It never is. I mean, it's the Penis Brothers, you know. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good cut. <laughs> I was I was tickled pink that a legitimate business was like, please come make a video at our business, and I got to say penis several times. <laughs> as soon as I said that, which was early in being there, I was like, oh shit, they're gonna let me do anything. <laughs> <laughs> the penis brothers and thickness that shit thick. that shit went to a marketing manager who reviewed it and was like actually there's some 
uh, there's some unfactual information here about the history of Dayton, Ohio. And that was their quibble. Not the fact that I kept saying penis. It was like some <laughs> historical facts about Dayton. It wasn't about the guy who invented the pop top? Like that's a No, it was exactly that. It was oh. exactly that. Homeboy Aaron said that he also invented the ice cube tray, which mm. is not true. No. Sounds like he was just spitting the dummy Mark on that one. Nipped that in the bud. <laughs> so they, so they, so John, so so John submits it, and then they just they just send back a list of demands. Is that how that goes? We anytime we collaborate with a company, uh, we send it to them uh, for review before we put it out there, just for them to be like, okay, this is cool or it's not cool. And their list of demands was. Uh, Earl or Merle, whatever the fuck his name is, didn't invite invent the ice cube tray. And could you please update some of these graphics you use because they're out of date. That was it. Oh, what of their uh, like their symbols and stuff, like those graphics. Yeah, we 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 put a sixteen ounce can of Trotwood when only the twelve ounce is now available. Uh, they also and said I, we don't like we the. To... They also we don't like the drink break. Uh, logo so can you please change that and then uh they <laughs> started taking over pgc basically and <laughs> yeah it's like I, I i get i get what you're joking but it was such the, an opposite experience where they were just like can you just use our latest logo please and thanks for the video yeah do they have edits on your next couple that you did or haven't you submitted Wait, them? they're not done yet oh, okay. so i don't know I assume that they'll have uh, more to say, particularly for the tour with the Master Brewer, since he's actually affiliated with the company. Um, And he did say some shit, so I assume some of that won't make the final cut. Uh, But really, really cool guy, and I I think that it'll it'll come through, as long as the audio isn't too fucky. I mean, it was really, really loud. Yeah. So. I'm wondering, um, because you know how, like, there's like that talk about how like the Wendy's Twitter and like all those like McDonald's and fast food Twitters now have like someone at the at the helm that's like yeah. real sassy or like woke. real like woke yeah whatever. I wonder if like that's like the new PR like way of going about things. Like you were dropping penis and like <laughs> all sorts of things that we think are just silly and funny, but they're just kind of like yeah you know what this might get us attention. I don't know like. Is that like the new way you think, or maybe to a certain extent, um, they they shared our shit on all their social media, so they were one hundred percent down with it, which was awesome. So maybe it is a new normal. Maybe there's maybe there's a place in the world for pretty good cooking, showing up to places and being like, hey, let's let's just be shitheads for an hour. <laughs> Maybe. There's room in the world for all of us. <laughs> all right. So that takes us to the entire month's. Uh, and just so you know, the song that I was singing is fucking fastball. Fastball. It's called The Way. It was a goddamn chart topper. And yeah, Phil. Yeah. I had to look it up, but I found that was accurate. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to politely decline from commenting. You son of a bitch. <laughs> because really, I was just going to tell you I don't care. Hmm. Huh. 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 Hmm. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna punch you right in your throat at PGCCon 2019 in Toledo, Ohio, at the Ramada Conference Center. Are you okay? No. Now I'm angry. Are you First, angry? I I feel. Oh, here we go. He's oh, gonna pop the cord. I don't even need a refill. Fuckers. It's like his soundboard now. It's just like the cork. <laughs> oh, you know. You should. You thank should you for that. Soundboard exclusively from corking and uncorking various bottles. <laughs> you know what? Now, now that you've thank you, Pat, for the wonderful idea. I don't have that in my soundboard. There you go. Well, maybe, maybe now I should. I mean, I you got the, I got the other crap. I got the drink break. I got the chopping noises. You know, but I, I, I don't have my obnoxious cork. Maybe that's the next step. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> Today's a special day. What, uh, because it's a certain amount of days after your birthday? No, no. It's my little brother's birthday. There you go. Aww. So happy birthday to my brother, John. The man who can't eat onions. Happy birthday. Can't happy birthday, onions. John. All right, we, we, and I don't, some set of friends of mine rewatched prepubescent soup, which is a very special episode of PGC. Where John makes a soup out of Cheez-Its and Mountain Dew. <laughs> so I'd like to encourage all of our listeners to rewatch that episode. That's a, a great idea. It's a trip. This is a, you know what? That's a, so here's a good thing. And we can steal it from uh, another show that I, use, I watch on YouTube. When they do their monthly unboxing, at the end they always recommend something from the back catalog. That's your recommendation. Oh, yeah. I can. Yeah, there we should go. definitely do that. Back catalog, Definitely. that one. Today's recommendation is prepubescent soup. That's Phil. My recommendation is what we talked about earlier. The, God, it has to be a half hour long. The magnum opus of the short order cook eggs with John's some kind of French waiter accent. Fantastic. One of my favorite parts in that episode is where John talks to himself. There's a section where he like talks to himself and he filmed like himself from two different angles. And it's really just a it's a a masterpiece of cinematography. Yep. And that was shot it feels like a non HD camera. It might have been, but it's early days. That is uh It is. Holy shit. We when we rewatched prepubescent soup with my brother the date on that, it's like it's from three years ago. It feels like three fucking decades ago. <laughs> it's like a different epic. Oh, yeah, a lot of those early ones, too, where you didn't have any actual lighting. Remember when you had the lamp on top of the refrigerator? This one was filmed that way. It's beautiful. <laughs> wow. It's a lamp with a T-shirt over it. <laughs> Duct tape. Getting the job done. Now we got them Amazon umbrella lights. Yes, you do. Fantastic, Pat. Anything you want to uh, plug or suggest before we end? On on PGC, I don't give a uh, shit. No! Anything, what? dude. Do it. You do you. All right, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna plug the Tabuli episode on PGC because that recipe is actually boss, and I use that almost every year around uh, summer because it's a refreshing uh, meal, and I really enjoyed that episode. Henry does too. We both yeah, actually yeah. watched it, yeah. Um, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna hype any episode on PGC that we're in, uh, definitely the Taylor Ham one. <laughs> 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 that one was fun. Uh, 
Mostly because we had a contrived skit at the beginning, and then you called it out for being contrived at, <laughs> like, within the first minute of the episode. Um, we keep it real. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, we don't really do anything on YouTube anymore, uh, as far as Epic Couch Time is concerned. Uh, we only really do Twitch anymore. Um, but if you want to check out our stuff, it's still up there. Um, I still occasionally will upload like our D&D nights on there, which are pretty cool. Um so yeah, just check out Epic Couch Time Thursdays at six Eastern Standard Time on Twitch, or um, Epic Couch Time on YouTube whenever the heck you feel like it. <laughs> Fantastic! So this is the time in the show where we play the outro. So see you, everybody. Bye, Phil. Bye, Pat. Bye. That's see how ya. You do it. Thanks for having me. Pretty good.